Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, where we believe that marketing strategy should be delivered in plain English. This is Lorraine Ball. This is Jerry Jewett. And this week we're going to talk about making people happy. How do we make people happy? <laughs> what are we getting at here? Well, um, while there are lots of things that you can do to make people happy, when it comes to business, it's really about customer service. It's about taking care of your customers and being responsive. Do you think all companies do this effectively? I'm pretty sure they don't. And while that's a, a broad topic and there are lots of ways that you can slice and dice customer service, I really want to talk a little bit about using social media for customer service. Oh, yeah. This is one of my favorite subjects, actually. So what are some of the things, like when you're looking at it, what are some things that companies can do to use social media for customer service? Sure. There's tons of things they can do. First off, you need to figure out kind of where your customers are. Um, most, you know, and, and we actually recently did a survey that showed us that most of the businesses that we're talking to who are um, consumer facing uh, do all of their social media on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it, it's really important for those companies to know that when they're looking on their Facebook page and people have a request, that someone really needs to be on the ball uh, answering those questions and resolving those issues. So that's the first thing that you want to do is, is encourage people to to ask questions, to reach out, to share their concerns. But I think you have to be a little bit careful, and I think this is the thing companies are really afraid of is, oh my God, what if someone says something negative? What if somebody's not happy and they put it on my Facebook page? That's okay. I don't think that's a bad thing at all, actually. I think it's okay to respond to those issues very professionally, right? And actually offer as much help as you can. And because social media is so open, and people can actually see the things that you're talking about, right? You offer that, if you're doing it right, you're offering that level of transparency. And that's a decent way to build trust among your audience. Okay, so this is where I'm going to respectfully disagree sure. ever so slightly with my younger colleague. Um, while I think you have to acknowledge the concerns, I think it's a really dangerous idea to resolve the issue sure. publicly. Um, because, uh, number one... Okay, let's move off of social media for a minute. If somebody's in my office and they're yelling and they're visibly unhappy, I'm not going to leave them standing in my lobby, and I'm not going to try to solve the problem in the lobby. I'm going to invite them, come into my office, let's sit down, let's talk about it. Close the door, have that conversation. Um, I want people to see that I didn't throw the person out of my business. Mm -hmm. Same thing on social media, because I think you can get into this back and forth, back and forth, back and forth with a customer that's not happy. Sure. And it spirals out of control. Yeah, I I don't disagree with that. I think there can be different levels, though. I think if an issue is very easily resolved, and someone isn't, you know, upset, maybe they just have a genuine question, uh, social media is a great place to answer that question because other people might come having the same question, and they see it, you know, on your Facebook page, and they see that you've responded to and answered that question, then you've just saved a ton of time. That person doesn't call you, doesn't email you. They've got their answer right there. And I think think for responses, you're absolutely right. I think... Quick questions, um, little issues, being able to say, hey, I'm going to have Mary call you or, you know, direct message me and give me your phone number and I'll call you. I think that's awesome. But making offers and offering, you know, we'll come back out and fix that. 
I think you create a precedent, and I think that's something that a lot of businesses are very afraid of, and they're afraid that they're going to be forced into that, which is one of the reasons they don't play. Yeah, that's a really good point, because a lot of the data we were looking at you know, also showed that you know, people are hesitant to, um, as, as much as they are on these channels and admit using them for business purposes, they are really hesitant to use them for customer service, which I think, uh, to some capacity, is a disservice to their customers. It really is, and I think it's also very naive because they think, well, if we don't address customer service issues there, if we don't let people comment on our page, you know, then we don't have to worry about it. Um, dude, wake up. If I can't put a comment on your page about your crappy service, oh, guess yeah. what I'm going to do? I'm going to put it on my page. Oh, yeah. I'm going to share it publicly somewhere else. So you have to be ready, right, with a plan to address those kind of concerns, and you really need to make it known throughout your company that we're okay doing this, that we're comfortable doing this. Uh, one of the things I heard a while back, you know, a good friend Jay Bear talk about um, was the idea that in the age of social media, every person related to your organization is a customer service representative. You know, that is totally turning the world upside down for lots of companies. Okay. Um, my husband works for AT&T, and they did something really interesting. Um, they have empowered all of their employees to escalate issues. Any employee who is talking to a friend, having a conversation where someone says, I, I called AT&T and this didn't happen or this didn't happen, um, any, any employee can say, you know what, why don't you send me your information, just shoot me an email, and I'll escalate it. Wow, that and that's that's brand-wise company provides, or just at the regional level, or is this everybody? That's everybody. AT and T is a huge company, so think about that. All the people who are going to social media first, mm -hmm. right, to make these complaints, or just to make these questions, and to think that now they've empowered their entire workforce to resolve these issues—that's uh, awesome. Now, not everybody takes advantage of it, and Andy is selective. You know, he he does not want to become the customer service department for mm -hmm. AT&T. So when he sees comments, he may simply say, here, go ahead and fill out this form or, or send it there. But sometimes, especially if it's a good friend, he'll say, you know what, talk to me and I'll, I'll escalate that. And it's, it is, they clearly are stepping down this path where they are embracing this idea of everyone is in customer service. Wow, that's really cool, especially for such a huge company. I think the other thing, though, is if you're going to do customer service and you sort of hit on it, you have to have everybody paying attention because you have to be ready to monitor 24-7. Oh, absolutely. And there are going to be people, you know, if your organization is that large, uh, who are probably up later than you and up earlier than you and seeing things that you, that you just won't see that'll get lost in the mix. So, I mean, that's kind of uh, both sides of the coin, right? These people need to be trained um, how to deal with these customer service problems or issues. Um, and again, I think it is really cool that TNT now allows these people to escalate them because, I mean, then it actually goes to the people who are trained to deal with customer service, which is a great idea. You know, I think that as companies sort of start uh, walking down this path, because, you know, most of our listeners are not going to be AT&T and they don't have right. an army of 500 employees, I think you have to realize what you're stepping into when you decide to do customer service. And... I think there are examples of companies that do it well and companies that, yeah, not so good. Um, 
the worst, one of the worst things I think that you can do is have a customer service department, i.e. Comcast Cares or Delta, Delta Airlines Cares, um, that responds when someone posts something saying, hey, I'm not happy with, hey, really sorry you're not happy. Be sure to call this number or do this and it'll solve your problem. And then it doesn't. Oh, my goodness. I remember, you know, if we're talking horror stories here for a second, um, one day when I was working in insurance, one of our employees came in and she said, hey, I was on Delta this morning just looking at tickets, you know, for fun. And she was able to buy a round-trip ticket to Hawaii for $36. Yeah, that was a mistake. That was a huge mistake. So, you know, we were all talking about it, and some people in my office, you know, went ahead and right at the very end of things, you know, put the tickets in their shopping cart, and a few of them were able to resolve uh, or to buy the tickets, and a few of them were not. A few of them got error messages and were kicked out, right? Mm -hmm. So they're, they're, what do they do? They go to social media. They go to Facebook, right? And, and we all look, and on Facebook, Delta's got you know, a thousand different comments of people saying, hey, I had this in my shopping cart quoted at this very nice price, you know, when I click buy. You said, no, you shut your website down to me. And Delta was silent. And that went on for the next eight hours. Silent. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you just can't do that to people. You cannot. I mean, they're large well, you, enough that unfortunately they can, but... Well, they, um, but they got a lot of, they got a lot of bad press because Tons. they were being unresponsive. Um, and, you know, that's a situation where, you know, clearly it was an error in their rate department and they shut this site down. They finally did come out publicly and say, look, it was never supposed to be right. this price. So, you know, we stopped it. You know, we're sorry you're upset, but... They just shouldn't have, they, they shouldn't, they should have, they underestimated how vocal the response would be, and they weren't prepared to have that response. That would have quelled a lot of the conversation. Oh, absolutely. And they're, they're large enough, like, these are the companies that really don't have an excuse. Because a lot of the people that we talk to, and a lot of our listeners are just sole proprietors. It's just them. Mm -hmm. And I understand that it really can be difficult for them to find the time to do this kind of stuff and to stay up on it all the time. But Delta is a business, right, who should have a marketing team, a PR team, a department that has these set these answers set way, 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 way before time. We have crisis plans. Say if this happens, let's respond immediately. Let's be transparent. Let's be out there. And instead they waited 24 hours. There's really no excuse for that. And, you know, so if you're a smaller business, I think the lesson there is... Get out in front of it with a quick statement. This is what happened. We're sorry if it inconvenienced you. If you've got questions, give us a call. Absolutely. And I think that at least acknowledging, you know, it, it, it wasn't what we intended, whatever it was. Um, I also think that, like, on these companies that have these very robotic, oh, we're sorry you have a problem, call here, call there. People see through that, and I think it actually makes them angrier than if you didn't do anything at all. We don't even think about it, right? The people who use our services and buy our products, you know, we never think of them just being on Twitter 24-7, but tons of them are. Mm -hmm. uh, and and they, they absolutely understand how this game works. And they understand that if they're working with a brand that actually engages them, is actually talking with them, you know, all the time, is also willing to provide them customer service support. So... I'll give you an example of a company that I just, I couldn't believe how badly they had done it. Um, they're not quite as big as Delta Airlines. It was Fifth Third Bank. Mm. And they had a policy that I just thought was ridiculous. I was closing my account. I didn't want to do business with them anymore. And they said, well, that's great, but there's a $50 fee to close your account. And I made the person repeat it three times. 
I said, but I don't want to do business with you anymore. I just want my money. Well, that's great. You can have all but $50 of your money. To which I said no. Um, I called and talked to a branch manager. I called their corporate office, and I got the runaround. And so I went to their social media page and contacted all of their different social media people, two of whom no longer worked for the company, but they were still on the social media page. And I posted a note on Twitter and on Facebook saying that I really... Dis I, I found the policy to be just completely ridiculous for a bank that says they're small business friendly. Um, and then I called their um, public affairs office and suggested they look at their Facebook page and their Twitter feed. At which point I got a call from the branch manager informing me that they would um, close my account and not charge me the $50. And I thought to myself, really, you made me go through all of this, but that whole process took almost four hours. In that four hours, those conversations spun out of control. For the next three days on Twitter, even after they had resolved my issue and I had put a note up saying they made good on it, if you searched for Fifth Third Bank, the only thing you saw were horror stories. And so, um, again, they weren't accessible. And if I hadn't called them and said, Guys, I think you might want to check. It might have been days before they saw it. Can you imagine, right, that just, for 50 bucks, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, they could have saved themselves all that time if they would have just had a plan in place uh, to know what the heck was going on, you know, when people have a complaint. And, I, you know, I agree with you, that, that service sounds pretty ridiculous, but, uh, but all that time and effort, you know, on top of being worth 50 bucks is absolutely worth the amount of time that it takes your employees to monitor every day. I mean, you're just, you can save yourself all that space. Absolutely. And then the, the other thing that I did, even though they didn't ask, was when they resolved the issue, because I understand how social media works, I put the comment up. That's where I think you have to close the loop as a small business owner. If you're going to resolve an issue, take the extra five minutes to say, are we good now? Have, you, have we solved the problem? And if the person says yes, you need to take the time to say, great, will you do me a favor? Will you now go back to social media and say I solved the problem? That's great. So that's actually something to build into your plan then? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the thing is that um, consumers are going to turn more and more often to social media. Yeah. It is, you know, it, it's friend of mine uh, used to teach a class on um, selling to women and she would talk to groups of contractors about the fact that um, you know 50 years ago these women would sit and chat with their neighbors across the backyard fence and now they're doing it on social media and um, she said you know you you guys think that what those women are doing is gossiping she says it's not if you do your job right, it's advertising. Oh, absolutely. And so, you know, um, handling social media, uh, handling customer service issues properly on social media, being proactive, being responsive is the best PR you can have. Yeah, no question. I mean, the amount of time that you put into it, you know, is well worth that time investment. Absolutely. If you've enjoyed today's conversation on social media and customer service. If you'd like to learn more 
about this and other things businesses are doing, check out the link to our social media survey. Go ahead and fill out in the form that's on our blog and in the iTunes post, and we'll send you a full copy of the report when it's released later this month. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.